Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 443, recording live from the Gold Rush on Thursday, February 17th, 1849. I'm Quick Draw Mo. I'm uh, Lazy Eye Adriel. I don't know. I'm just lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Crazy Kyle? Lunatic? <laughs> Crazy lunatic, Kyle. I don't know. I don't know. You got to get the alliteration in there. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> My head doesn't work that fast. <laughs> you know what? I thought about telling you guys ahead of time I was going to do that, but I'm like, I want to see what they come up with. So. <laughs> I like it. Should've known. We should have like known. <laughs> yeah, you should have been ready. <laughs> I guess we'll uh, do what we did with guns. Uh, What we did with guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearm retailer. And we are featuring... Right now, they've got uh, Desert Eagles. The Desert Eagles. Desert Eagle. Yep. I figure that's uh, probably the most pragmatic purchase you could make as a a firearms owner. Uh, They have the Magnum Research uh, Mark 19s. They're right around 2350 to 2700. If you want a Chrome one, about 3K. And if you want a case hardened, 4K. The case hardened one looks pretty wild. Do Uh, they have the gold tiger stripe? uh, Okay, let me share my screen so we can. (laughs) If you're getting a deagle, you might as well get the gold tiger stripe. I don't know. This looks pretty good. That does look pretty good. Look at that. Like, I, if you told me, like, case-hardened de- Deagle, I'm like, man, that would be stupid. But I think, like, the, the grips, yeah. and it looks kind of sick. Uh, That's let's see nicely done, cool. yeah. <laughs> oh, there it the is. Go- oh, yeah. 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 The most important, yeah. It's got a rail on top, so you can use it for, uh, I guess, hunting in the States. But in Canada here, target shooting. Long-range target shooting with your gold Deagle. <laughs> oh, look at that. White matte yeah. distressed. Oh, they got all sorts oh. of wild stuff now. Huh. Yeah. No longer just the silver or the black or the gold. Now they've got all sorts of stuff in between. Anyways. All right. Who do we get started off with? Uh, let's go with Kyle. Okay. Well, I got all the parts in for my WK, and I'm actually debating on doing some Cerakote on it before I head down south. But uh, there is one thing, and I don't know if others are like this, but uh, I noticed my my serial number is laser engraved in there, which laser engraved. Yeah, like you're looking at it, it's laser engraved, which really baffles me on uh, previous letter on what serial numbers, what requirements for serial numbers as far as depth and size. But uh, so basically, I'm thinking if I'm if I am seracoting, I got repunch the serial number because I think as soon mm-hmm. as I put in a sandblaster. That serial number is gone. gone, and you unless you put it under a microscope, you won't be able to get it. So, and kind of need that serial number to cross the border, <laughs> or you know, 
Um, at any time, like, police pulls you over or something like well, that. There's that. Too, yeah. <laughs> minor <laughs> detail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just minor. Yeah. yeah. So that's the one thing that's kind of hold me up is I don't really want to stamp this receiver, but and I was thinking stamping because normally I just engrave them when I have to move them, but it's new to me. Just and for stamp some reason, it. Who cares? Yeah. Just crack yeah. out the stamps and put a nice, ugly stamp job into that thing. <laughs> yeah. Letters like a skew. The kerning yeah. is all off. I'll get Gage to height. do it. I'll get Gage to do it. Mm. So it could be just, well, it's there. You just got to have a six-year-old's uh, mindset on where, on how it arranges. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, submitted my form six, waiting for it to get back, but uh be probably a week or two before I see that. Uh, but one interesting thing, the buddy that I'm going down with, he got his back and said that, because uh, there even last week there was someone saying last year they submitted it with the MCR and it got denied. And I had done some reading beforehand to see, see uh, what guys were experiencing with their Form 6s and that. But he got his back without sending an FRT or anything with an MCR and... Get this, his modern sporter. Which interesting. I interesting. Okay. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> he said, Yeah, I got it with my ATRS as well. But what? Well, I want to bring my ATRS down. I wasn't going to because of the chances of getting it back in the country. Like Huh. Interesting. So yeah, interesting. I'm still gonna take the WK down there, but I just thought that was very interesting that hmm. especially after the stories last year where they were denying form sixes because they thought that uh basically the ban covered uh all semi-auto centerfire rifles oh the horror but like guys were sending in the frts and oh okay our mistake sorry here you go if you sent proof that it was legal they were all good with it so i was gonna send mine in with the frt but i decided to roll the dice after buddy got his back and i didn't send the frt with it yeah, so hopefully we'll see that soon. And I did go to the range this week. It wasn't for training or anything. Uh, one of the vendors that we use for gas detection and some VFDs and whatnot, he actually invited us out to the range, basically doing his salesman duties and entertaining us for an evening. So we went to the local range and rented some guns and did some shooting. And going through the catalog, it, to me, like, it was a little underwhelming like of course they had the gold tiger striped eagle there so that made it out onto the range now huh. yeah, but you know it was what did we shoot we shoot shot the kimber 1911 and 45 glock 17 uh there a shadow 2 there was a norinco 1911 in 9 mil actually mm-hmm. uh one of the guys picked an sks and after that, I was kind of regretting picking the gun I picked because I was like, okay, well, I should have picked the MCR for them to shoot, but I didn't. I picked the Bull M5. Oh, how's that? I hate it. Okay. <laughs> Why do you hate it? Um, okay, so you look at a 2011, and it's a plastic grip, right? Oh. But it's actually a quality plastic, and there is some metal in there but essentially it's a plastic grip unless you spend a thousand dollars on a metal grip for one but the plastic on that bowl m5 was so cheap 
and you had you had to grip it. It was in 40 cal. And I mean, I don't get failures because I'm not gripping hard enough. But I had failures to extract because I wasn't gripping hard enough. Hmm. You had to grip that thing so hard for it to extract rounds and it just felt cheap. I I really did not like that gun. So, I was glad I tried it. I'm like, "Oh, bull. Yeah, I'll, I haven't actually shot one of those. I'll try one of those." And yeah. And you learn something. <laughs> yeah, and I learned something. Yeah. 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 Don't spend money on bull. <laughs> and uh yeah, that was basically my week. Uh how about you, Adriel? Uh I did a couple of things. Uh so Friday night I did a 3-gun newbie live call-in thing on Facebook for Chaz 3-gun and it was awesome. Uh Kyle came and uh showed some of his stuff off. It was good. I was expecting like eh, three people come on and have a couple of beer and BS about guns and that would be it. But we had 17 people total um pop onto this live call to talk about uh, 3-gun for next year. Uh, which I thought was fantastic. They had good questions. I think we did a pretty good job of like covering, getting started with it and that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I was going to, I forgot I was going to mention that, but uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for the invite to that. You know, it's, it's the first year we've done something like that. It's just like we, we I saw so many questions on Facebook, like, man, these guys are going to all ask the same question. I, uh, they just need to talk to someone. Oh, what if we just, Everyone's been doing video calls. Why don't we just do a video call? And yeah. it worked well. I think we should just do it every year. Easy. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know why. Like, we, you and I spoke a little bit offline about it. I don't know why no one's actually done that before. Like they might have heard of uh, match briefings done online over the last mm-hmm. couple of years, but I don't know why nobody's done that. And then another thought, like, mm-hmm. there's, we're still going to get, you guys are still going to get the questions and that. Should have almost recorded it and then put it up. There. I was going to, but then I like I would have had to have um, given people a notice. Hey, I'm going to record this thing because their names are like I have to. Then I have to like edit it afterwards. So um, I thought about it. And I think that's a that's a good idea. Either that or you gather it all and you reshoot it um, from front to back as like a, here's a newbie start at this thing. Um, yeah. Or you just let people know you're going to record it and then tough luck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was that was fantastic. Um, I went and I did a bit of shooting. I shot this uh, this little micro prism. I love it so much. It was so good. It's it's such a good sight. Uh, my uh, my dad really liked it. His he's got like bad eyes, but for him, like these micro prisms, they're like super easy to use. Um, the eye relief on this thing is pretty good. You can go back and forth. And I mean, it's not as uh, unforgiving as a scope i guess with a scope you go back or forth you go back a little bit and you get that sh- that shadow comes up pretty quick and it's it's hard to center it whereas this guy like i could even back here with my head this far back i can still center that reticle very easily in it so it's way more forgiving than i thought it was going to be and uh with that with that chevron uh middle uh very easy to to accurately shoot as well so i enjoyed it way you know the thing is um, guys online have been like, oh, this is like the ultimate uh, um, shit hits the fan kind of a kind of an optic, right? No batteries and you can do the apocalypse. I would, I would never do it. It's a $300 optic. Uh, it, it might as well be garbage for uh, for something like that. Like get get something better if that's what your thing is. Um, hunting optic. This is an excellent 
1x close range hunting optic. You want to go do like rabbits or something like that? Okay, I could run a I could run sights on this thing. Uh won't be as good as this. I could run a scope, would be better, but then I've got like a big bulky thing on here. Like that is nice and trim and light uh way of uh, of getting like a really accurate sight on this thing. Like I was <laughs> I was shooting this um I, ha- I have these steel plates out at my uh my parents' farm that uh it'll be it's like a gopher silhouette and like a little ringer uh, uh plate on the middle uh and like shooting it from 25 50 no problem just felt just feels so good with it so as much as people have been talking about this as like a shit hits a fan kind of a thing i think it's better as a hunting optic hmm. close range did you, hunting optic. did you know so, much distortion or I don't like really color like, or otherwise or uh no I, but like with no magnification like with with a lot of magnification you'll notice like that blue fringing from like poor quality glass um at one x it's hard to see that all that kind of stuff i i i, I can't really notice it um anything bad enough to care i know a lot of right. people were saying like the glass isn't isn't the best but it's one x who cares you shoot with both <laughs> eyes open it doesn't matter yeah anyways i really liked it i i i, I was um I thought I was just going to turn around and sell it, but now I think I might just leave it on like a, uh, a, a 22 for hunting. Cause for normally I run iron. So I'll, I'll typically run iron sights on like a close range rabbit gun or, or I'll just like crack out one of my maple seed rifles, which has a scope on it. But I think having like a nice small scope like that is, uh, is really nice. Uh, I got out and shot the mini shells. Hilarious. Uh, they're so tiny and, uh, <laughs> They're le- a little bit less recoil. I, like where I mentioned last week, though, those, those slugs are still going 1200 FPS. Like they'll still, they'll still do something. Um, yeah. But just fun, just fun, fun, uh, fun kind of thing. How, how uh, did I've they pack- cycle? Mm-hmm. How did they I didn't cycle? run them in a? Oh, I didn't even try running them in a semi. Oh. They're not going. Oh, okay. They're not going to run. <laughs> um, I've still got a box of them, so I was thinking about running them in a in a shotgun or something like that. I was like, what? What am I even going to run these in? My A5. Uh, okay, they're just not going to run the A5, guaranteed. They're not going to run in it. Uh, so I started doing an inventory, like just in my head, and I started putting it in an Excel spreadsheet of like, do I have any shotguns? And I started adding everything else to it. I have way more guns than I thought I did. Um, <laughs> so you start like writing them down, like, oh no, this is way yeah. more. <laughs> what am I doing? I want I got 13 22s. <laughs> you shouldn't take inventory, Angel. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've sure made the ma- that mistake too. Granted, I guarantee you my numbers aren't where yours are at, but yeah, I did that recently. Like, started counting. Okay, I have more than I thought. <laughs> I'll share that sheet with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do when I move into the new place and I get a gun room and all of a sudden I'll be all on display. There, I know what's going to yeah. happen. She's going to walk into you like, you need where did these come these. from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why did so many of this guy in here? When did you get all of these? <laughs> what does that one do that that one doesn't do? Yeah, nothing really. A different color. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw. I saw. So, I have like most most of my uh, stuff is in rifles. I have, mostly I have rifles. I've I've got uh, more than a few pistols, and I've got three shotguns. <laughs> 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 I have hardly any shotguns. I have no pump shotguns. I I, I think I I have to take a look and and you, mm. know, you have I've... no pump shotguns. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. I want you to try those in a pump shotgun. So we're yeah, you were you're saying last week, and I'm yeah. like, do I have one? No, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk after the show. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I uh, might be able to send you an 870. Okay, all right. 
I'll be new in, in my new place starting next week. So uh, Good. Yeah, I'll be able to, I'll be able to take one. Yeah. So I've got uh, two 12 gauges, a 20 gauge. That's it for shotguns. 13, 22 LR rifles and pistols, a couple three Oh eights, six, nine mils, a couple seven sixty by 54s. Yeah. A bunch in a, a mid full of other stuff. It's interesting. But, you broke them out by caliber. Uh, why not? Right. Cause <laughs> yeah. if I'm going to put in a spreadsheet and like a pivot table, that thing, what do I got? Mm-hmm. What kind of ammo? Why do I have so much of that kind of ammo when I've only got one gun that takes it? Right. <laughs> it was cheap. Wow. It, was, it tells was, you how the answer. It tells you how many guns you have. If you're yeah. using a pivot table. <laughs> well, I'm a bit of an Excel nerd too. And all right, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I, mean, and, I have mm-hmm. I have dies for calibers that I have never owned. <laughs> I have ammo for calibers I've never owned. Yeah, yeah. reloaded <laughs> ammo for calibers I've never owned. Reloaded. <laughs> ammo. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I had the cases, and I'm like, oh, I yeah. got some bullets, too. Well, I might as well put these two together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any gun. A gun left uses this, but I will at some point, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, like, one one thing that it is showing me is I've got to move some of them, and I probably need some more shotguns. I've got too many pistols. i got to sell some of those and buy some shotguns. I need to buy some shotguns. You're using a word I don't understand. Sell. Too many. Too many? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I understand uh, sell. Sometimes you've got to sell, but this too many word, I don't I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> it's getting up to 40. Uh, I think it's too many. I think there's just a couple of, <laughs> a couple of guns there that uh, I just don't need at all. But uh, I'll find out when I get to the new place. I'm going to, I guess that, that means I have to prioritize getting that room built. And uh, making sure it's secure. So I've been uh, browsing some metal doors and like some secure locking methods. And uh, I think that'll be like uh, not the first weekend, but the second weekend project is building that out. So I can take delivery, take take ownership of my uh, my firearms again. Oh, I should probably. No, I'll do the I'll do the transfer and the ATTs after I move in and leave them all where where they are right now. Hmm. Less stuff to move. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Less stuff <laughs> yeah. to move. Right off the hop. But yeah, I'm almost there. I've got uh, next next week. I'll probably be in a different location. Uh, that's about it for me. What about you, Mo? I renewed my CCFR membership. So I got that done. Uh, speaking of shotguns, uh, I've been planning for, because I'm definitely going to Cal's match in August. So I've been looking for a competition semi. Uh, I had my heart set on the the Benelli M2 Speed, the new one, but I asked around to a bunch of stores that sold the the, the older version, the SP, and no one seems to know when they're when they're if or when they're going to be available in Canada. So then I was browsing on CGN and I happened to notice that uh, somebody in the auto area was was selling an SP, and it was. Good, good shape and a good price, like even like even saving on the taxes and what he was selling it for, that I picked it up. So I was bugging Kyle on the weekend about it, like for info and stuff, because I don't know too much about this stuff. So, and he was really awesome with info. And then, uh, yeah, so I picked it up and. Uh, there it is. Ooh, nice. So now I understand about when you guys talk about port work and stuff like that. Now I get, I get it. I actually get it because I was starting <laughs> to like practice with the dummy rounds that I have 
that I have and stuff. Yeah, so the if if the uh this the newer speed version has a lot of this like already ground out. Yeah, they already from the factory it's it's been chopped chopped away. Can you show that rear sight? Yeah. So it's like a little flip. It's like a little flip. See? Like a mid is that a mid the I think that's the 1022 rear sight. Oh gross. It's, it was it's a down. common it's a common mod for the the M2s and like three gun shotguns doing the 1022 yeah. rear sight and I was just curious if that looks like that's what they did. Yeah. And so is it for slugs? Like you flip yeah. that thing up for slugs? Yeah. Uh, and then the it's got the uh, the long front uh nice. Fiber. Yeah, that is yeah. a nice front sight. That'll be brilliant. yeah, yeah. Like I've been, I've been like kind of just playing around with it and stuff, and uh, like I pick it up so quick, which is nice, right? It's like, bam, it's there. Um, so yeah, and I um, also with Kyle's help, I ordered a caddy, so I'm waiting for that to come so I could start practicing. I ordered. I have which uh, caddy did you get? Uh, the Invictus Practical. Yeah, um, nice. And then I'll have, then Kyle will have much more questions because you mentioned about a thirty two rounder, and I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to have all these shells on me? <laughs> I'm a big dude, so I can wrap like a, I can wrap a hell of a lot around me, but still. <laughs> well, I will throw out a tip that while Ipsic doesn't allow you to uh, use chest rigs, you can use chest rigs at my match. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, Ipsic, Ipsic is everything from the belt. So that's why I have the belt set up that I have for Ipsic shotgun, but I'm running it on that part of it. Like we're going to loosely follow Ipsic. It's new. Ipsic shotgun is new in Canada. So yeah, you run a chest rig. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So no, I haven't bought a chest rig, but I was, I was going to ask you about that. So you're just going with a belt. Like, so for a 32 rounder, you're just going fully on the, on loaded on the belt. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah, I was mentioning like a twenty-eight stage or twenty-eight round stage. Oh, twenty-eight, okay. Yeah, and yeah, they they Invicta sells a chest rig. I, okay, I yeah, no, I've, mine, seen but, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like anybody in Canada has yeah. one, but it, it like it has to be ordered from the U.S. But yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get to that later. Yeah. I, I ordered some uh, from Wolverine Supplies. I ordered the Fioki Inert. Dummies, yeah, because I, I have some dummies, but they're a little bit they're shorter than the two and three quarters, right? So I kind of wanted like the the full size. To, it's to nice play. to get the perfect weight and size, yeah. like getting yeah. all that and chambering, like getting all that stuff proper is is a really key to yeah. practicing properly too. Yeah, so I've, I've I have been practicing uh, dual and quad loads, but it's like the the action of getting my like, you know, the the, the movement of the thumb that it gets to the to the right to that follower and then like pulling away like that's not as smooth as it needs to be but i guess it'll yeah. come it'll come with time right well it it's, comes down to that load port because like looking at that load port you, you it doesn't look very conducive for pushing through no 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 now you're still having to stuff your thumb down into the yeah, yeah there's a lot of thumb, yeah there's a lot of thumb force going through there yeah. so um what else did I do? I, I reloaded uh, ammo for my match, my Ipsic match this weekend, uh, which will be at the RA Center in Ottawa. And uh, that's really it. That's really it for me. 
Um, we'll get into upcoming events sponsored by TLS Alpha. TLS Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the farms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Learn more at tlsalpha.com. So for the events, as I mentioned, we have the Lunatic Tactical Shotgun Mania Challenge, August 26 to 28, details on practice score, and I'm going to be there. Uh, hopefully a quad loading well by then. Uh, we have the Two-Gun Winter Brutality and Night Shoot at Quinell, BC, March 5th, details also on practice score. We have the Full Auto Four-Stage Pistol Match at Colby Shooting Club in Waterloo, Ontario, register on practice score, March 5th. And then we have the Ladies' Days. Kelly, also known as the CCFR Women's Division, is looking to support, sponsor Ladies' Days events at your range. This is a range-driven initiative, but if you would like sponsorship and support, contact Kelly at slamfireradio at gmail.com or info at farmsrights.ca. Uh, and then they can help you out to get to get that those Ladies' Days organized. In the news, oh, we have we have quite a few stories. The yep. first one, yep, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, a truck, a tractor trailer full of uh, rifles from from Savage was uh, stolen. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so um, I believe the story is uh, this was supposed to go down to the states. Uh, they drove down. Oh, borders uh, blockaded. So they put it in a storage yard, and they it got boosted. It got it got lifted out of there. They did find them though. I I believe that they found the truck and most of the guns, um, but I believe that they said that twelve were were missing. There was some amount missing. Okay, I, I didn't see any result. I just said saw that they found the trailer and they were doing inventory. Yeah, I believe that they said twelve were missing. These would have been like twenty twos probably. Yeah. It's interesting to see that number change because when it was first announced that the trailer was stolen, I'm pretty sure they said like 3,500 rifles and over 6,000 mags. Yeah, might have been. Yeah. This was um, like what I linked was the initial call out over the police radio. So that 2,400 is, I I wouldn't say that that's accurate compared to whatever you read. Hmm. Yeah, but well, then even in the recent, they're saying like 2,000. So, yeah, I don't know. They're twenty twos. Do they yeah. account for full <laughs> rifles? Yeah, on Fair. my inventory list they do. <laughs> <laughs> on your list they do. Um, <laughs> and hopefully, I get this city name right. Farm sees that Coots border in a border protest, or but they weren't really affiliated with the protest. Is that the latest? There's uh, so many different well, stories. They with were this. there. Yeah, they were there. Um, they had some decent gear. Yeah. Uh, here's what they, what they pulled. Um, so I mean like the handguns, uh, and the AR, uh, definite no, no, you don't want to, uh, take those out of your house and, you know, go for a walk with them or go to a protest or something like that. The yeah. other firearms, I'm not sure that you can protest with firearms. Uh, I'm not sure that that's a, that's a, a go either. Um, they had some body armor and that kind of thing. Um, seems like a bad idea. Seems like poor judgment to uh, to take all this stuff out to uh, a protest. Well, especially when you see the two mags definitely are over capacity. Well, yep. 
like if you're going to do some illegal stuff, uh, don't be where there's going to be cops and they're going, they may, uh, search your stuff. Seems, yeah. seems poor judgment. And especially uh, after you try to ram them. Was it, was it the same guy? Uh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. I think they, it was the same group. It was the same group with the tractor <clears throat> and, <laughs> and that, that they tried ramming and last second swerved. And yeah, it, yeah, there's, Hmm. Try to play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I think it's right. the yeah. uh, uh, thing that that RCMP has stated. Those people with the ceasefire arms were unrelated to the protest. Interesting. That's what I had heard too. So, mm. yeah. what about the tactical lever action there? That's that's spray painted. It's yeah. got the, the it's got the desert camo on it. See so if you're in the desert, like I yeah. don't know, desert desert warfare with your thirty thirty. What would you call that? Like gray. I would almost call that like. Uh, a gray rainforest camel with the leaves painted. They probably work on in there. the snow. They probably work in the snow and the tan <laughs> yeah. and the, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But just They're wait. Choice, though. They had a machete. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, that's like the most awkward thing to have in this picture. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they actually had two lever actions. One uh, on either end of the table. Uh, true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they had another one on the other end there. Yep. Weird. There you. Then we, happen. then we had a big story out of the U.S. that Remington settled with the families of Sandy Hook. Oh, what a oh, what a mistake! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, Why didn't they it, just take it to court? Why would they have to pay it, out? The yeah, ad opens the doors for all sorts. Oh of, yeah. They paid oh. out seventy million, I think I saw. Uh, oh, is that, is that is that right? I oh, my link is broken now. I th- I'm pretty sure it was seventy million dollars that they paid out to the families of Sandy Hook, because like oh, I understand like um, the PR impact from something yeah. like this, but uh, this just sets the stage like for very poor. Uh, future performance against these uh, these kinds of lawsuits. It was 73, uh, the, 73 million. 73 yeah. Million. This On the is same, a spoon made me fat lawsuits yeah. incoming. Yeah. Although to play the other side, if they had gone to court and they lost, that would be even worse. <clears throat> how do you lose? Worse of a, well, how are you, how is no, Remington culpable I, for, for this? Uh, um, Sandy Hook was what the mom owned them and the kid took it from him. And yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. How's Remington supposed to fix that? Andrew saying, "I don't think Remington had any way to fight this due to their bankruptcy." Well, they scrounged up seventy-four million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They weren't that. They, they weren't that bankrupt. <laughs> Pays yeah. for a pretty good law team for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a disappointing one. That's. Uh, I don't like to see that. Yeah. The next one, I'm fine with though. Yeah, I'll take the next one. The next one is uh, Alec Baldwin was sued by families of the cinematographer that was killed on film set. Um, people are looking at this, and th- this is this is exactly what you would expect from something like this. So what they'll do is they're they're suing him not as the person who shot, but as the producer of this okay. uh, of this okay. series, right? Because um, yeah, he 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 made the shot, but there were people who were supposed to take care of this. Um, if he was overriding them or if his AD was overriding him, him as the producer, he was ultimately had oversight and was responsible for the safety of this whole thing. And if he was making, uh, poor choices that led to an unsafe situation, he is culpable at that level. Now he's not personally culpable. 
his insurance will pay this out. This, yeah, is, this is an error or an omission or whatever liability yeah. insurance thing if you ever saw one. Yeah. So they'll sue him. His insurance company will get involved. They'll pay him out. And this is and and that's just how it is. In fact, he might even have asked them to sue him just to get access to his insurance money. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then we have for our last story, student gun control activists charged with attempted murder of Louisville mayoral candidate. Ooh. Yeah, I saw it's US. Just it was a just tweet on this. Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't know. Ironic. Yeah. Is this yeah. like a isn't it ironic kind of a kind of a Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the it's guy, like the guy is nuts, though. You like, should not have a gun. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. think sometimes, like the loudest activists are crazy. They're they're just yeah, like, yeah. out and out crazy. There was um uh, someone who ran down some protesters at uh, at the Winnipeg protest, and uh, that guy out and out crazy. Uh, and, and I think like just the the really loud activists are, and uh, this guy a, a really strong gun control activist out and out crazy. And yeah. the fact he went and shot someone is like is pretty consistent with someone who's just out and out crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they hate guns, but they want us taken down with guns, or they want tanks driven over us, or they want like it's just yeah. Uh, but that's just crazy. crazy. Yeah, the stuff that you hear and read is wow, wow. Just take take like uh, the whole population and imagine like one uh, percent of them, or more, maybe two percent is crazy, and then yeah, mm-hmm. you'll, stuff like this is bound to happen. Yeah, it's bound to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we have nothing new for CCFR legal donations, uh, but if you'd like to support the massive um, court battle, please do so at uh, so send an EMT to finance at firearmsrights.ca. Every ten dollar donation using the uh, so yeah, there's a link for a, a contest. I guess there's one more sign available, or unless they've already drawn for it, but I don't know that. I um, think so. I'll need a sign. Well, do, donate anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sign or no yeah. sign. Yeah. The cause is more important than the sign. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> sign's pretty cool, though. It is pretty well, cool. You're just yeah. saying that because you already have your sign, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 gun, my guns are pretty cool, too, though. I'd like to, I'd like to keep yeah. them. So. True. True. Yeah. Uh, so we have... We have our sponsor, Bolt Action Coffee. It's Slamfire Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches and is quite honestly some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. Send it to your house by going to www.boltactioncoffee.com. Discount code SLAMFIRE, all caps. And for the new gun stuff, we I have... didn't know this was a thing, and, I, and when I saw it, I, I, I liked it. It's, this is uh, your favorite cheap pistol, isn't it? It's not so cheap when it's in the competition ready for you know. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone was on, on the on the Discord was just like, Hey, I can get a an MMP for five hundred bucks. Is that a good deal? I'm like, Well, I'd ask for four fifty, but on the other hand, I could probably get one of these for five hundred. Well, not the competition ready. Anyways, um, this is CZ P ten F competition ready pistol. Uh Iron Guns has them. They're they're selling them to uh, us Canadians. I haven't seen any other retailers bringing them in just yet. Uh, they have a uh, five-inch barrel. Uh, let's see. Is there anything Upgraded else? trigger, I'm assuming. Upgraded trigger. Uh, that looks like a tin uh, uh, coating on the uh, on the barrel. Uh, they've got Henning base pads on it. Oh, okay. Okay. Apex tactical extended magazine catch, extended slide stop, 
and a couple of other go fast parts on it. So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I just didn't know that this was a thing. I think the price is a little bit too high for uh, just because I want a thousand dollars for a competition polymer. It it better be a Gucci Glock for that, for that kind of price. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Slide cuts uh, look nice though. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It does look cool. And then the See, next one. If they one, had this at mm-hmm. the range, I would have tried this. Yeah. This is what you would have tried? Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could compare it to your Gucci Glock, right? Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The next one, this is a video, and it's just a uh, prototype right now, but uh, SBI is uh, prototyping out just a really easy 1913 stock mount uh, for, they're saying it's for the Spectre 1022 chassis. It looks like it would just be for. Uh, an air buffer tube. Maybe that screw goes into something. Anyways, they got a pick rail adapter for their 1022 chassis. So you can use the crazy like MCX and folding stocks and the, the really ultra light uh, stocks that you can get out of the U S for the 1913 rail. I like it. Very nice. I'm not really looking for new gun stuff right now though, because I'm packing shit. (laughs) Next shot. Shotguns. 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 You know, <laughs> I, I'm on my uh, on my YouTube channel, shotguns are are what get the most views. So maybe I need to do more shotgun stuff. Oh, is that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. They're just more common. People just use well, yeah. not in my collection, but they're like they're just more <laughs> practical and more people use them. So I guess I need to review them more often. Yes. Need more shotgun <laughs> stuff. More shotguns. More stuff. shotguns. Mm-hmm. Shotguns are nice. They're awesome. Mm. So for our main topic. We'd like to welcome um, Armand Biron, a.k.a. Marshall McPhee. And he's here to talk to us about um, cowboy action shooting, also known as single action shooting, also known as uh, cowboy three gun. Did I get them all? Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. And uh, so tell us what makes um, cowboy action shooting so unique. Well, it starts out with. It, uh, you have your holsters, you have the, the double barrel shotgun, you have all the implements of your childhood when you're playing cowboy and all the fun stuff that goes around it. The dress up is probably uh, half of it. It's the only one I know of where the women talk about their guns and the men talk about their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just, and it's a sport that any age can use or do. You know, from the kids, from your daughters, from the wives, to as long as they're not scared of the uh, the actual gun. And uh, if you know anything about revolvers, it's probably the easiest gun to shoot. Being a single action, you have to cock the hammer before it goes. That's true. And we can shoot off the table. You know, everything is uh, super safe. It's just like it's uh, the same as it. Well, it's derived from uh, a lot of the IPSC rules, where you're loaded, you're safe, you go to the table. Then you shoot, and they're made safe to leave, and the guns are all cleared again. And everything's carried, muzzle up. You know, everything is totally safe. We've never had any uh, incidents or anything like that, and it's almost impossible to have one. You're even checked out how many how many rounds you put in the gun. So we've always got five in the revolver. So you're always sitting on hammers on an empty uh, chamber. Nice. With a six-shooter, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, now, in terms of cartridges, do you guys use uh, uh, 
like ball and powder, or do you guys use cartridge uh, firearms? I guess it, it, like for speed wise, you'd, well, you'd have to use cartridge. So that just reloading yeah, 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 and stuff yeah, yeah. is. We have sense, every right? category of shooting you could think of, from black powder to ball and one handed, two handed out at the same time, one hand and in the left hand. There's there's any category you can think of you can invent shooting the guns with. We have it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, so uh, maybe uh, give us a, a rundown of the categories. What 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 are the different divisions or categories you can shoot in? Well, we've got all the age categories, which are, let's see, they start at uh, Buckaroo, which is mm-hmm. your 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Then it would go to Cowboy, which is an open category. <clears throat> you can shoot whatever you want mm-hmm. as far as an age group. And then they just keep on going up from there. It's, you know, you got, uh, what's after that, Wrangler? Then you'll get uh, senior, silver senior. You know, and it keeps going up slowly like that, depending on your age. So when you're shooting competitively, if you want to be competitive, you would shoot in your category. Huh, interesting. Nice. And then you, you eventually get to, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Other statesmen, and you have uh, El Patron, which we have one fellow now. He just turned 80, so he becomes an El Patron. Wow. Cool. That is an imp- impressive range of ages, right? Uh, yeah, wow. and he can still beat me on a time. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but I do it more for fun than anything else. But I am a revolver guy, so I've always had revolvers, used revolvers. I shot a lot of PPC at the beginning. So oh, revolvers yeah. is my thing. I love revolvers. Okay. PPC is the, the sport to, to, to be in then. Uh, so um, that, those were your age categories. Is there any... Um, differentiation between equipment that would put you in a different division? Uh, well, B Western also. I didn't mention B Western, which is mm-hmm. what you saw on TV in the movies. With the, the, the spangle and the sparkles and all the rest of that, that's another category. Oh. But other than that, it's uh, two pistols, the shotgun and the uh, rifle, lever action. And any combination of calibers you want to use. Nice. Do you guys so, have a caliber restriction? At all? Uh, well, it starts with 38, 357, 44, 45 Colt, and that's where it stops. 12 gauge. So it's, so it's just those calibers then. Okay. Yeah. yeah old yeah. Western calibers, ones you can load lead. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, what would it take for somebody to get started in cowboy action shooting? Uh, you'd have to buy some rickety old brand new gun that's really stiff. because they don't become they're not made to be fast they're not made to be fast (laughs) yeah so when you buy a set of like the pistols the springs on it must be i don't know 20 22 pounds or whatever so we lower the springs because we also use federal primer so it's softer softer Mm -hmm. loads there's no recoil and then we move over to the rifles we'll do the same thing we'll slick them up so that they cycle very easily and the hammer spring, again, we lower it because we don't need the big hammer. So everything becomes, you know, you can fire uh, 10 rounds on a rifle in, oh, I'd say, about eight seconds, eight, nine mm-hmm. seconds. Pistol to two pistols, you can get them off probably around the same thing. And then you can fire the, the shotgun also. We smooth out the bore and clean it up and make everything nice and easy to open and, and eject. That just drop right out and throw in two more and shoot them. So your average, the, uh, your average stage for 10, 10, and 4 is about oh, 22, 24 seconds. That's quick. 
and uh, for the for the shotguns, um, typically side by side kind of a thing. Well, it's it's for people to manipulate. Side by side is the easiest one, mm-hmm. and anybody can break it open and drop two in with gravity, and then close it and shoot. And we use double A uh, low power nine eighty feet per second if you can get them. There are some categories where you have to be a higher power. But if you're in that category and you're shooting that uh, division, but you can use a 97 pump. Also, it will have been slicked up a little bit to be easier to load. You put two in your hand, throw one over the top, close it and shoot it, throw the other one over the top, close it and shoot it. And they'll do that four times. Hmm. And of course, you'll see all kinds of fancy stuff in the States where the guy holds all four in his fingers at the same time and goes through them all in about eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, we do something similar in three gun, but we don't hold them in our fingers. We like quad load them, like stack them. But that doesn't work when you're just single port loading from the side there, right? Like I said, so, you can be as competitive as you want to be, which mm-hmm. is what's nice about it. I mean, you get some, we have lots of people that just show up just to shoot and have fun. And everybody is in the same mindset of having fun. You know, if I want to compete against you, it's you and me, you know, or at the end of the day, you know, you look down the scores and, oh, I placed fifth. Nobody really cares. There's no Cadillac to be won. There's no, uh, (laughs) and it's, uh, it's done by time or your category. First in your category or first in time. I got just thought just ran through my head. So forgive me, but this is the gamer coming out in me. No problem. so with the revolvers, you've obviously, I imagine you've seen the moon clips where all six and you just throw them into your yeah, revolver. Yeah, see, we're, we're preloaded. Okay. Preloaded. I was going to say, like, on an empty chamber. On the shotgun. Out, and you're just going to put it away and pull out the other one. Put it away. Nice. Pirate reload. This one's done. Give yeah. <laughs> right. me another one. Because <laughs> yeah, you do reload on the shotgun if yeah. anyone's done anything similar to that for the shotgun. No. No, no, because you're not allowed. It has to be 97 or side by side. Yeah, but like just the two, you couldn't have those two shells attached side by side on like something like a moon clip to help it be easier uh, to load no. in? No, what we have is we pluck them two by two. Yep, fair enough. So you pick them up like that, drop them in. And do you have to port load them or you can, can you load them through the bottom of the tube? Oh, everybody, well, you can put the first one in, mm-hmm. turn it around port it and then go boom boom it's all on your ability basically hmm. we have guys that do it they do it and again again yeah. are they doing it for time or are they doing it just for the fun of it yeah. you never know until the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah because <laughs> basically they're all just having fun right. yeah yeah yes well, I mean, like uh, the fact that you can use reloaded ammo, it's lead, it's low power, like, yeah. and you can probably reuse your bass brass yeah, for till yeah. the end of time when <laughs> you're trying to get at such low pressures, yeah, yeah. right? Well, you get most of it back because we we have uh, in the game in the match itself, you have the RO, the shooter, mm-hmm. you have three people spotting for the score, mm-hmm. and as soon as that's finished, we have somebody picking up the brass. And then he delivers it to you at the unloading table while you're unloading the rest of your pistol. Fantastic. Yeah. That is cool. Hey, that is cool. (laughs) As easy as can be. As simple and easy. Your own personal brass picker. That is awesome. Uh, Yeah. Is it it time plus penalties? So you're timed. Let's say you miss one. You you get penalized to five five seconds. seconds. Woo! 
<laughs> don't miss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So the faster you go, you better be fast enough to make up for the one that you're gonna miss. <laughs> yeah, I'd say and that's so. The, the, the combination of you. We have guys that are really super fast, but they miss five, but they'll still beat me oh. by a half a second or a tenth of a second or whatever it is there. You know, and then we have other ones that uh, won't beat, won't miss anything. They'll get a clean match. But it took them seventy-eight seconds or whatever you know. <laughs> hmm. So you have all, all. That's why I say you can have all. You know, he's just going for a clean match, so he's taking his time and he's having fun doing it. And the other fellow's yeah. going as fast as he can. And don't forget, you also we also have an each match is a different sequence of what you have to shoot. Two here, one hmm. there. We have four targets, five targets. You could have ten targets because they're all in multiples of ten. Pistols are ten. Yeah. Rifles ten. And are all three guns used for each stage? And that is also up to us. Oh, I can okay. cut one out if I wanted to. Okay. It doesn't have to be, you know, shotgun, pistol, rifle. And we mix up the combinations. Start with the rifle, do the shotgun, finish with the pistols. You can, you can, it's very variable. You can do every uh, range master or whatever can do whatever they want. Hmm. Which is, you know, and they go try to do it in a sequence of time and all the rest of that because... You know, you get 20 people, you want to, you have to arrange a match where some of you are going to be finished before supper time. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, like you, you, had a, you, you had your belt there. Would you, would you be able to show that to us? Like the, I, you showed us your shotgun shells on there. I was kind of looking at the other stuff, trying to figure out what kind of gamer gear we got on there. Okay, well, <laughs> the third with the front of it. Where's the buckle? Buckle's over here. There it is. There's no real buckle because it's hidden underneath my shotgun shells. Do the same thing in three gun. We got our shotgun shells up front. <laughs> yeah. Slide. There's the two. We can have open uh, open triggers, they say, because we're not loaded on a, in a single action. So you can't fire it. You pull the trigger. Yeah. So after that, you rotate around. This one here has a separate spare shotgun because in case you miss, you need more than just the six on this side. Mm-hmm. You need to go around. If you happen to eject one, then you would reach back here and pop it in. Again, that's spirit of the game, they call it. You could you just, just hold it. Can you just hold it up a little bit? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Ah, you, could awesome. take, you could take, uh, you know, you pop one out and you, you know, the one you threw away, you would load it up. Instead of taking oh. a miss for five seconds, maybe it'll take you six or seven to reload. But it's all in the fun of doing it. Now, of course, you got to have a, a knife, and that's my uh, uh, my SAS badge with my registered number. That you that's your membership for the year, like every year you pay for it. And I've used a knife in uh, in three gun. You got to jam like a case won't extract or something like that. Pull out a pull out a knife and use it. It's 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 utility. Yeah. yeah. Is it a three gun specific knife or just a regular knife? <laughs> no, that's just a, a, a fancy, uh, a fancy. It says Colt on it too. Nice. It's used for fail to extracts on Colt. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, you can do whatever you want. I mean, there are ones there where we pull out a knife and we throw it into a bale of hay before you nice. start. Ah. The match. There's all you know. We there's so many things we can do with the beginning of it. Because you always have a saying to say before you start the match or the stage. Like my particular one just happens to be yeehaw. <laughs> I use that quite often. <laughs> but you have your stance 
whether it's holding the hat, hands on the gun, hands in the belt, like this, in the ears. You can do whatever you want. Hmm. But everybody has to do the same thing. Nice. Hmm. So you can dictate based on the st- based on the written stage brief. It could be like That's get right off there. my lawn. And, and of course, safety. You know, whatever. Yep. And the guns have to be staged with the uh, triggers covering off the table. You can only have the butt. You can't have any more than that. Mm-hmm. All in safety. So if you hit the gun, it's not going to fall off the table. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Tell us about the different aliases because I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, a lot of them are childhood names. Uh, mine happens to be my wife's last name, McPhee. Nice. You know, it just happened to be a you know, it sounded good for for a Western type name. Mm-hmm. The daughter, the daughter is uh, Miss Capital B dot H A V E N. Let's behaving. <laughs> <laughs> so you can play on words all you want. And, and every and everybody shoots under a, an alias, correct? Yep. yep, yep. They'll call up my name, and I better know it because I'm next. Nice. They'll say, "Marshall, get over here." Nope. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would say three quarters of the people, if they've started new, they will only know me as Marshall McPhee. Nice. They'll never know my real name until somebody will say, "Hey, uh, go see Armin. Who's that?" <laughs> I don't think I've met that person. You mean the marshal? <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned kids participating. What are the like the rules for for kids and the ages? Well, actually, it's whatever you can can. Usually, it's fourteen, but we've had some at twelve. And but again, it's the parents that bring the their child, but they have to be able to hold on to a pistol or a revolver, I should say. And you know, the rest of it is very, you know, it's two hands. He cocks it, pulls the trigger, and that's it. When he's finished, lay it on the table. There's a couple of videos flying around there. You'll see a couple of kids that were shooting what I said on YouTube. They're all over the place under either Marshall McPhee or Bucky Moonbeam. Bucky Moonbeam. He's done a whole <laughs> pile of videos with music and effects and all kinds of stuff there. It's a riot. We even did one, and because every match has a theme, we've even done a theme, uh, all the Western movies, all the, it's it's unreal. We even did one on Caddyshack, (laughs) a little gopher and a whole bit there, and that one's on the YouTube too somewhere. Nice. And you do have a bit of movement in there too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can do whatever we want. We go side to side, we can go uprange, downrange, or whatever we want. Oh, that's interesting. Everything I've I've seen has been like from a static fixed position, but movement oh, is very back. interesting. Let's go back. Yeah. Oh, Ontario, we go forward. That's why I <laughs> I run Cornwall. <laughs> yeah. I I understand being an Ipsic shooter in both provinces. I understand. <laughs> First thing that blew me away was to shoot the pistols. Or was it shoot no shoot the rifle? Then run down range, put the rifle down beside me, pull out the pistols and shoot at the same target. Mm. And just never done that before. <laughs> it's quite the uh, quite the thrill, quite the feeling. We have a question from one of our uh, listeners. He wants uh, if you can explain wild gun, if wild that's gun? what it's called. Wild bunch. Wild bunch. Yeah, wild bunch. It's exactly like the movie. We're Ernest Borgnine, so we have a 1911 seven-round clip. Again, it's empty until you get up to the 
get to shoot, then you load and shoot. Mm -hmm. Same sequence, seven shots. You'll uh, carry usually four mags, maybe five with you. Pump shotgun, model 12 or a or 97. And a large caliber repeater. Hmm. Which is usually right now, most of them are using 45 Colt, but I have a 44 Marlin. So any caliber, it's got to be a large caliber for a while, bunch. And if you don't have one of the three, you're an outlaw. Mm -hmm. so you can still shoot it, but your score doesn't count with the rest of everybody else. So I could roll in with like a, a WK-180 and my Shadow 2 and uh, and my A5. But I'm just in my own division off the side, right? Yeah. We're outlaws. <laughs> Cowboys from the future. No, no. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'll wear the hat. Like, I'll, I'll wear the hat. <laughs> you can have a modern 1911 with the, with the sights and all the rest of that. Well, they're going to run you out of town for sure. For yeah. sure. <laughs> Yeah, I shoot traditional, which is one handed, 1911 and 45, mm. not nine mil, 45. <laughs> <laughs> and we get people dressed up just like the uh, the troopers and all you know, with the straight hat and the whole bit there. They're all geared up just like uh, you see in the movies. Old school trooper. Yeah, super yeah. troopers. Uh, how often are the matches and are they taking place in most of the provinces, you would think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the three groups. Sites around us from the, are in Ottawa, me in Cornwall, and the other ones in Grenville or Prescott. The, we each try to have at least five matches a year. I'm going to put up the link for the uh, for the official uh, site on the other side of Ontario. Mm -hmm. If you go to uh, what was it called again? They have their own website going up there too. I wrote it down here a minute ago. I think Russ, one, one of our listeners, Russ, was just saying that uh, they're trying to start one at the Rock Cut uh, Shooting Club in Powassan. Yeah, yeah, Two or three guys keep going to Barry Club. Hmm. Yeah. See, Barry, Barry used to have the regionals at Barry. We would all travel up there. They would have anywhere between 70 to 125 cowboys. Nice. Two days shooting 10 stages, five stages a, a day. Per day, yeah. A supper yeah. at the end. Oh, it's a blast. The next one coming up now is in London. I forget okay. the name of the club there, but it's all on the uh, on the website. Yeah. How many matches Ontario, per, per year are there in Ontario, it? The, the website mm -hmm. for Ontario is Ontario Single Action Shooting Federation, I believe. Okay. I'll you go there. Up. Ontario Single Action Shooting Foundation. So all the letters. Mm -hmm. How many matches do you make it out to per year? Well, I run five of them because I run Cornwall. Mm -hmm. So I would say 15. 15? That's pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of matches. <laughs> Every other weekend. Yeah, and then running five of them is uh, is, is yeah. a lot, too. I and mean... Uh, I started the I'll... day before. The day before and set up all oh, the yeah. steel and all the rest of that. Yeah, yeah. And we if have a fellow do a big in match. Uh, Florida that writes it all up for me. He puts together all the scenarios, the booklets, and gets it all arranged up, the target sites and all the rest of that, and we can print a booklet. Everybody gets a booklet. Huh. Match. Nice. Showing what you have to do. That's a lot of fun. My winter match was called Freeze Partner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, and it's all for fun. Like I say, it's just uh, a hoot. <laughs> how do the how do the single action guns work in the cold? I I know like if if we shoot in 
minus 26 or lower, we get all sorts of weird like cycling issues with shotguns because the semi-autos don't like to run. That's right. Well, that's it's trouble. Yeah. You pop them in, drop them out. Single action, same thing. As long as hmm. the hammer goes flying forward, and it will because there's nothing there's nothing else in there. Yeah, it's got some power to it. A little transfer bar comes up, and that's what it hits. Yeah. And it's got a little bit of stank on it too. I know with like um with like an AR, not that we can use ARs anymore, but with ARs they would freeze the firing pin would freeze oh, in the yeah, in the bolt and all sorts of oh, yeah, yeah, get all yeah. sorts of interesting things happening. Yeah, well, but no, we can shoot yeah. the, in the snow in the rain. We should, we're full. You know, it's raining outside. We have this, the, the the slicker and leather hats and uh, the boots and all the rest of that. And we still shoot. Well, they- the gear that you guys have is built for the outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> the gear the hot, and the guns. Hot summer yeah. day is a little, uh, little hard on. The- <laughs> <laughs> Gets a little hot under the collar. Ooh, Are there yeah. any uh, cowboy cutoffs that you can wear? <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, one guy tempted to put the leathers. You know, just put just the front. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. I see. Uh, hide your wives. Yeah. <laughs> Because you figured even this fellow that lives in Florida, you know, he does all the books for me and all the uh, setups and all the rest of that. I mean, and he loves it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, cool. And he, and he just keeps on doing it for us there and he loves it. Yeah. Does he do that for a, a lot of clubs or just yours? Just us. Just you? Just us. Cool. Yeah. He does it yeah. for Ruffs, Ruffs Regulators, is hmm. our website. Thoughts, EA. Ruffs yeah. Regulators. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Stage design is so interesting, and it's it's such uh, a creative anybody process. Going, anybody going there will see the link to the other clubs, mm-hmm. and in there also is what you need, uh, when the next matches, and all the pictures and all the videos from all their previous matches are in there too. You'll see the you know the last winter one there. We're all dressed up, the furry hats and all the rest of that there because it was freaking cold, but <laughs> yeah, it's still fun. So you mentioned what what's the next match coming up then? Uh, this this Saturday, this in, Saturday, uh, Ottawa, in Ottawa. Yeah, that's uh, Square yeah. Circle Wranglers. Square their, Circle, uh, their website. Hmm. You had you had said that it was at Eastern Ontario. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, they have a dedicated range. If anybody wants to go up that way, we've got buildings we built, the saloon, the uh, yeah. delivery, and I forget what the other one is there, but they're all there. If you go on, you'll see the pictures on it. To build a boardwalk, the whole bit, it's all permanent. It, so next time you're up there, if you look around to the back where you're shooting, that's where it is. Is that a fully stocked saloon? Nope, well, not yet. Russ was asking if there's a, is there a safety course you have to take, like the black badge for Ipsic? Nope. Nope, because it's everybody, we have somebody at the loading table you're covered by an RO at the, when you're shooting, mm-hmm. and you're covered by somebody unloading. So Fantastic. There is no, you just have to be able to handle the gun. And the RO awesome. is there to help you. You know, you can pause for a second and go, what, what's the next target? And they'll go, the one on the left. You know, we're there to help. We're not there to hinder anybody. And if you make a mistake, we'll just say, start shooting away. Don't make any misses because now you have a P. Which is a procedure. Uh, Ten seconds. <laughs> procedurals. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys uh, do you put your time in practice score these days, or is it still pen and paper? Uh, we have a we have a uh, an Excel uh, sheet. That okay. Solo in Florida, invented for us. 
Uh-huh. So I, I, I can log in everybody who's there, their categories, all wow. the rest of the stuff there. Then I print out the score sheets. Mm-hmm. And I put it back into the computer with the times. And it does all the sorting and puts it out in category and names. And then he prints it out. Cool. Put it on the web. Nice. Again, on the website, you'll see the scores. And he puts a logo on it and everything else, whatever theme we had for that match, it's on there. So there's always themes too. That's great. Yeah, well, we try and do it that way. There are other clubs, you know, it depends on the people and how much you want to get involved. Hmm. In the States, you'll see, you know, they show up and just shoot. Or we have like to have a little story, a little bit of a reason why we're doing this or what's happening or, Hey mama, what's your name? You know? And then you start shooting, you know, and there's always some sort of <laughs> the start lines go along with the theme, so to speak. Hey, I like the theme. The, the theme ones are so, are so <laughs> yeah. fun. And like, I think for new people, it's uh it's, it's something that's fun for them, whether it be, well, I haven't shown a single person yet what I do or when I shoot, that hasn't come back and shot again. Mm-hmm. Like they just, I believe it. they're sold by just, the people and the atmosphere and how much fun it is. Plus you're shooting steel. So yeah. You get that dear, gratifying little ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. We all, no we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole match is steel, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So fast for resets too. There's no patching, yeah. no paper, no tape. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Oh, it's raining. Doesn't matter. No bagging anything. Just no, keep no, hammering the steel. Ottawa, they even leave up their stuff. They don't even have to take it down. Even it stays there year round. Ah, they move it around, nice. but they'll leave it up there. So you can go and practice. If you're a member there, you can go and practice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboy on all time. Take it all down, put it away, and bring it all back out. And of course, in Ontario, we have to shroud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't have that out here. No shrouding in Alberta. No. Heck, we don't have to shroud, but we're not allowed to go forward. Mm-hmm. There's always sideways. <laughs> sideways, yeah. right? You can go sideways in, in Quebec. Yeah. So yeah. basically, shotgun, rifle, pistol. Yeah. And once you set up the targets, what else are you going to do? Rifle, shotgun, pistol. Pistol, rifle, shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, still just get some movement in there. It's fun. Oh, I yeah. like a little bit of movement. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, I do all my shooting in Ontario. Because yeah. I'll set up three stages, and then we'll break it into a... This one will be number four using half and half. This one will be number five using half and half. Yeah, get your heart moving a little bit. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. 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 We even have a dueling... Uh, what do you call it? No, the star. Dueling tree? No, the star. Oh, Texas star. You guys have a Texas star you're in with. Oh, 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 wow. That would be entertaining. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot of fun. fun yeah. Uh, pistol, I imagine, right? No. Or rifle. I guess yeah, whatever, we, whatever we can hit it with. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I just side by side shotgun on that and seeing how fast you can knock those plates off. <laughs> you just It's just all reloading time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was it wasn't cheap there, but uh, the Ipsic guys use it quite a bit for their special events. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you can reuse between your different, uh, your different yeah. leagues, then. Yeah. Then you then you can like bump it up a little bit, bump up the the budget a little bit, and get some yeah. of those. Well, we're still only charging twenty bucks a match. We're super yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we know the ammo costs and all the rest of it. So basically, you're it's it's going to run into uh, you're shooting hundred rounds, and you're shooting mm-hmm. twenty to twenty five shotgun. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
People, I, I'd imagine for shotgun, most people are just using like target load for that. If you can get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there are some categories you have to shoot black powder. Hmm. So they're shooting uh, a lot of, I don't know what else comes out with the shot there, but it's a lot of sparkles and uh, <laughs> paper, corn. I don't know what they're putting in there, but it comes out with all kinds of <laughs> fire dust. Yeah. yeah that's hmm. right. You got to have a full casing, eh? The full brass casing, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple shooting now. Oh. A couple of them are shooting the other uh, plastic one there, but you still got to fill it with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Cream of wheat? I've heard of people using. <laughs> oh, no, really? Paper. I mean, really? Rice. Rice. <laughs> rice. I've seen rice. rice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 One in Kingston. Kingston. That's all he shoots is black powder. Hmm. And his handle is can't hit nothing. <laughs> can't see nothing after you start shooting yeah, sure. that was my thought it was after the first shot you got to wait a, cu- wait a little bit for the smoke yeah. to clear yeah. <laughs> wow but it's the only place I've experienced it is in a cowboy match with these people shooting black powder hmm. you know pistols shotgun and the rifle hmm. very nice well, it's, uh, cool. yeah. Yeah. it's hard not to have fun <laughs> impossible well, you not can definitely <laughs> you can definitely tell you guys set it up for fun with the costumes and the storyline and the yeah. starting phrase yeah. it well, sounds like a ton of fun anytime you want you know past booklets or future ones and you'll see how it's all the safety is all detailed out at the beginning and then it goes into the stages and then the theme and, and everyone's like that very nice awesome yeah yeah um, any other questions from you guys? No, no sounds really mm-hmm. fun. Sounds super yeah. approachable. Sounds like if you're set up for reloading, it can be super cheap. Like cast oh, yeah. your own yeah. lead bullets. I, I reload, reload for three people right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you said a hundred rounds, but, uh, uh, as, as a lot, but like, I, I'm pretty sure like many of our three gun matches run more than that. So I would, yeah. I would much rather just reload, especially when when we're talking about like low power uh, straight walled cases, that stuff mm-hmm. that stuff's yeah. like super nice to reload. Yeah, yeah, yeah powder yeah. puff loads. Like, yeah, mm. that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah. the only other thing I shoot steel is uh, steel challenge, which is another mm. thing that I also shoot. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's fun. We reload for that one too. That's a little more rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. So. Thanks so much for coming on and telling us about it. It's like, sounds amazing. So uh, I'm going to try this summer. I'm going to try to come out to a match to. Yeah, no problem. You're more than welcome. And uh, like I say, you talk to other people around, talk to another cowboy, find out there's always something to sell. There's always something that you shouldn't buy if you're going to play cowboy. You know, there's all kinds of, <laughs> I mean, I have a revolver, a black cock, whatnot. And I was, yeah, it's a double action. Sorry, can't use it. Always ask a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Find out what you're going to do with it first. Awesome. And, of course, the States is a great uh, for telling you all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have their opinions. Yeah, and we don't do fast draw. That's uh, that's another category altogether. Mm. Fast draw. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I say, there's all kinds of odds and ends and ins and outs of all the stuff. I posted the website, so if anybody wants to check them out, and uh, they'll be in the show notes too. So, yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. thanks so much. No problem. And there's even a place there to sign up for a newsletter if you want to get it. When yeah. I, I'll do have a newsletter once in a while. We send it out, and 
the invites in there and everything else. Great. Great. Awesome. So cool. when you're there, you sign up and I'll have your email and you'll get an automatic uh, next match is this date and that and that and that. That's good. <laughs> we got to come up with uh, Mo's cowboy name, though. I I have one. I'm saving it for later. Oh, so. oh, oh. oh okay. <laughs> a friend of mine, he was uh, he didn't know what to call himself, and I said, "Well, what did they call you in school?" Well, he's a little pudgy, so they would call him pork chop. Said, okay. Pork chop. Pork chop. I guess I could go by pork chop too. <laughs> pork chop McGee, <laughs> and that's his cowboy name today. <laughs> nice, nice and unique. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't take long. You just have to. And a friend of mine who died not too long ago, he was called Saint Clyde. C L Y D E, but his first name was Claude. Yeah. Mm. Huh. yeah. Close. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all lots of, of lots of interesting stuff in there. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. So, all right. Anytime you need me, just give me a buzz. I will do. We'll do. <laughs> Thanks, Marshall. Take care, Marshall. Thank Thanks a lot. Thank you. And thanks again to Marshall McPhee for coming on to talk to us about cowboy action shooting. I thought that was pretty interesting stuff and lot seems like lots of fun to get out there. Yeah, definitely. Lots of, lots of crossover with three gun, like yeah. the gamer things, like you get a brand yeah. new gun and then you got to smooth it out make it slick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Kyle's asking yeah. questions about like, what, what if I do this? What if I do that? They're talking <laughs> about using like lighter hammer springs, going to fight federal primers so they can get uh-huh. away with like, yeah, yeah, total yeah. gamers, gamers in leather. But but you guys don't have uh, cool nicknames and uh, the cowboy no. outfits and stuff. So, mm. well, I can Jersey's. do the cowboy outfit. Maybe not that age of cowboy outfit. <laughs> I got a hat. I've done, I've done <laughs> some jeans. outfits. I've done yeah. some outfits. Okay, I've All done right. the yeah. uh, the the sleeping bag thing. I've gone the we've done the shirtless thing. I've got the yeah. jersey thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outfits is possible. All right. And it is limited to just cowboy stuff. <laughs> the no. cowboy stuff looked cool. Yeah. I really yeah. like the the reloading cheaply part because it feels like you could just like your cases are are, are reusable. The, the bled is practically free. The powder requirements are very little. Like you could probably reload for very cheap and shoot those things all day long. Yeah. Go go figure yeah. the cheap aspect speaks to you, eh? Amazing. <laughs> Who would have saw that coming? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what doesn't speak to me is the revolver part. I just yeah. I know you action. No problem. The side by side shotgun. No problem. The revolver. No, that, would, that would take some time. Yeah. 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 If you could quad load, I'm sure you could do that. So. The port load, oh yeah, that was imminently yeah. doable. Like when he was describing yeah. it, like, hey, you got a port load? Okay, I guess I could do that if if yeah. if I had to. Yeah. Okay. We'll um get into listener feedback sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, farm accessories, optics, and more at www.dcgunsmith.ca. Or you can also follow him on Facebook. Oh, and Instagram. And we have an email. Who wants to read the email? Who who? Who do you Your want host? to read the email? Uh Adriel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hi, guys and gal. A couple questions and a news story. Kelly, 
Are the winners from the CCFR Gunny Girl calendar listed anywhere? I checked on the CCFR website as well as Facebook, but didn't see anything. It'd be nice to know who won that. I always see on Facebook. That's where I see. Uh, it seems Mo gets a good ribbing for the way he reloads. Mm. I think he's the bolt action coffee of reloaders. He reloads <laughs> in small batches. <laughs> oh, I got a comedian here. Thank uh, you. Mo, <laughs> Mo, since you live in LaBelle province, uh, what is your take on its reputation for being so anti-gun? Is it low number of shooters? Are they not vocal about their rights? What do you think can be done to change that? I'll stop there so you can comment. Uh, I think there is a, a uh, I would say a lower number, but you probably have a generation of people that don't talk about firearms. So they own them and, you know, they kind of keep it private and stuff. Right. So they're not out there promoting it promoting them from from my experience so far right and then you have more restrictions at the ranges um that's what, what i seems uh, so to air a little bit more on the authoritarian uh side of things uh just in, in it, terms of government it does it does it's a little bit yeah. more socialist big government uh, like, yeah you know i mean i can't speak for the whole province but it just see it just seems that way there's more reliance on on government yeah, you guys ran tighter restrictions, and you ran some restrictions that like none of the other provinces, like no one, no other province ran. Uh, well, it's the or anything it's like the that, only right? province that had that had a curfew and twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and the yeah. first one, the first one was I think five months, which is think about it now is insane. Wow. But yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, well, yeah, you, you look at the CFOs, like, and and we we're just talking about no going down range with action shooting, mm-hmm. only sideways. Um, and like I know, with even with maple seed, it's really hard to run even a maple seed in uh, in Quebec just because of yeah. uh, positional shooting and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, it's got to be like a, a, just a tendency to go a little bit more authoritarian on on things. Yeah. Uh, and you got to think uh, it, it takes away the fun. Uh, it takes away the fun out of the the shooting sports, right? When there thing, there's even more. I mean, we have restrictions on us everywhere, but just another level or layer of <laughs> restrictions, right? Yeah. yeah. It's too bad that they don't um, they don't compare notes on what is even worth doing or not because like so so much of gun control is uh, uh, performance theater it it doesn't actually mm-hmm. do anything like we were just talking about shrouding steel and it's like someone at some point caught a little fragment of steel of, uh, of 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 a jacket and that's why they're shrouding steel but it's like was this did like did someone lose an arm did someone like get really hurt or did this like hit him in the face and they got a scar from it. Like at, at some point, like there's uh, uh, I would consider like small injuries, I guess if you're wearing safety glasses, what's the worst thing that can happen with uh, with a ricochet on an AR 500 plate of steel? Yeah, I, I don't see it. And and we shoot stuff like uh, pretty close or we've shot stuff that was not. Um, I don't know if you were at that, uh, at that match. Um, I don't want to name it just, just because I'm going to talk <laughs> crap about their targets a little bit, but they had these steel, um, uh, targets, very heavy targets that you're shooting with uh, with shot, and uh, everyone was hiding. Uh, uh, the only people who were on the stage were the shooter and the RO, and everyone else was hiding way far back because this was like ricocheting shot back into your face. Oh, okay. like bad. No one, uh, it just hurt. It just like, ow, stop it. I, <laughs> we're shooting like number eight and seven and a half shot and that kind of thing. And I, am I thinking correct out west? Yeah, out west. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, I, I think um, it was, yeah. But it, but uh, it was, it was a fun match, and I, I, I don't care that I got some shots. Anyways, yeah. like that was, um, like poor target presentation in, in terms mm-hmm. of, uh, um, of that. 
but it was still fun. And it was it, like, it was like, just wear your safety glasses and it's fine. So like when you, when we think about like shrouding and that kind of thing, it's not really for a real need. It's just someone at some point saw one issue happen one time and like, Oh, well, we're going to do this. And that's never going to be an issue again. <laughs> but has it been an issue? Has, has anyone else lost an eye or lost an arm or, or, t- or gotten a bad bleeder or anything like that from a ricochet anywhere else when using proper AR 500 targets? I doubt well, it. See, I, I would make an argument that uh, depending on your ranges situation surrounding, there is an argument to be said for shrouds and it's not for a direct hit. It's for that shot that half hits the edge and then deflects it pings up. And for, for ranges yeah. where da- d- down range of, of that range is unsafe and you wouldn't want to have that uh, showing up in someone's window. Um, yeah, for sure. Maybe yeah. you'd want to do like no. some sky baffles or maybe you yeah. want to have uh, the tunnel style of, uh, of steel shrouding where you, where you make like yeah. a, a tunnel in the, uh, yeah. uh, in the berm. Yeah. Like we made houses because everyone knows yeah. we dealt with some issues at our range and we, before we shut everything down, we actually were making uh, houses. It was sheets of OSB houses. And we went and we looked. And, yeah. No, they affect. They they'll stop, do their job. They'll stop shrapnel. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a question uh, other of like. shrouding it, that it, I've seen is what, what you're talking about where they're trying to stop the shrapnel because I've seen them where there were two by eights and just a V over the mm-hmm. plate. Yeah. And well, that's not going to stop a deflection if for a not full hit correct plate. all it's all it's ca- it's catching the shrapnel or it's catching the spray as that bullet hits that that flat piece of steel and sprays yeah. out sideways that's all it's doing but that stuff's yeah. all like lightweight it's then exactly. it's not going particularly fast yeah. it's not going to like kill anyone or or injure anyone exactly. know, maybe maybe it has happened but i just don't <laughs> see it i don't see it with like ar 500 like flat steel targets no Anyways, yeah. it, would be, it would be nice if um, if there's a little bit more science uh, approach on that stuff. And then this, the same thing, the ground baffles, right? Again, might be useful in some range situations where um, you're, you're shooting directly to town or something like that. And you need to stop those bullets to hit the ground or mm-hmm. you need to have mm-hmm. sky baffles because directly down range, there's some people's houses or something like that. Okay, understandable. You got to put that in. Yeah. But to like a lot of that stuff gets uh, mandated across the province and it's all of a sudden you use it at one range and now it's being required for all the other ranges afterwards and just adds and adds and adds. And it just makes these things more expensive, less approachable, harder to get new shooters in because you have to throw so much money in tech at a, at a new range. Well, and it comes down to when you start throwing the dynamic shooting because they, they do have the range guidelines. I've been through them many mm-hmm. a times and for your, just your standard range, they do have the standards. Okay, if it's this, you do this. If it's this, you do this. But when you get into dynamic shooting, while there is some comments in the guidelines, you're right. They, that's where it gets up to opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it, it is frustrating because dynamic shooting isn't new. Why? Last time these were updated, I'd have to double check, but like 97 or something like that. Hmm. It, it it was it was a while ago since the last last revision on these guidelines. I can't imagine anything's changed since '97 for dynamic shooting in terms of like trying to capture the risk. Bullets well, go in the berm. I would say there the change is more rifle being used for dynamic shooting because yeah, IPSC was around for yeah. sure. Maybe but, not as much uh, rifle shooting. Maybe yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean that's definitely a different concern when you got a two two three round versus a nine mil round. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it would be yeah. nice to see them work on that and actually get some kind of guideline for that. Yeah, I don't want them to because they just make it worse. <laughs> well, they they would they would do exactly that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, I think we we're talking about Quebec, and all of a sudden now we're talking about like, oh, yeah, sorry, we, uh, we, we branched off. <laughs> we don't. Anyone we looking for that. savage firearms uh, may experience a delay. Here's a couple articles about their stolen shipment. Um, oh. I believe those firearms are going to the U.S. So tough luck, Americans. And that's two thousand firearms. I can't even imagine that's even like a substantial shipment for Savage. No, they they got to be like running those trucks down there like all the time. Two thousand twenty twos. Sounds like a Monday to me for Savage. Yeah. Maybe not <laughs> a, Monday. a Monday. Maybe, maybe more than a Monday. <laughs> but, uh, still not like, like people hear like 2,000 firearms. Like that sounds a lot, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, ridiculous, uh, but it's not. <laughs> not. Keep up the good fight. And I look forward to the next podcasts from Edmund. Awesome. And we have an Instagram message from Quattro underscore Ipsic. Just discovered your podcast on Spotify and listened to a couple of episodes so far. And I had to reach out to you guys down there. Keep it up. Great topics and very interesting. Cheers, Giancarlo. Uh, I don't know him, but I saw him shoot at the Ontario Provincials. And he's a very good uh, open shooter. And I okay. think he's going to be on Team Ontario. And if he's listening, he can, he can correct me. But yeah, he's he's very good. He's very good. Awesome. So th- thanks for that. Cool. Uh, if you'd like to review the show on Facebook, you can do so. Um, or you can also email us at slamfireradio at gmail.com. Do we have any new Patreon supporters? We do not. Uh, but if you'd like to support the show, please do so at uh, www.patreon.com forward slash slamfire radio. We would really appreciate it. And uh, do we have any shout outs this evening? I do have, actually, I've got a couple. All right. So I want to shout out the ROs at Bolts and Broadheads for Tuesday night. That's, not, well, that's what night we went there. Uh, at first, because it's a rent-a-gun range, and I don't—I think I've shot that once at this indoor range back in 2019. So I was actually fully expecting to have an RO breathing down my neck, and they didn't. The one guy actually recognized me. I feel bad because I didn't recognize him, but uh, yeah, fame and will they, do that they, to you. <laughs> they do that to you. Now that you're on Slam Fire, uh, you should be like, people are like, oh, that's Kyle. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? You're like, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, it was interesting. He's like, we're standing in the group and he's telling us about it. He's like, and I know you've shot before. I recognize you, Kyle. And I'm sitting there. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but I don't recognize you. <laughs> I feel really bad because I don't know where you would recognize me from. So, but anyways, they were awesome and it was a great time with them laughing and carrying on. And then shout out to the guys who came out to the range on Saturday and helped us finish off the wall. Now we're just another days of just little, it's that finishing work that we got to do now. So Cool. Yeah. People like to hear your wall talk. There was even a, yeah, I, a I meme saw about that, it um, yeah. on the meme. So I, I tried not saying <laughs> the wall, but yeah, the wall. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear every time you say it, I think of Game of Thrones. I, I can picture you there as the on the night night's watch or whatever they were. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I find funny didn't come up is 
it's either the meme Pink Floyd or the wall, Trump's wall, <laughs> or, or that one too. Not, yeah. not the not the White Walkers and uh, yeah, Winter's coming. Winter is no. coming. I you, never got into that. I never. Oh got no. Into okay, that. so yeah, uh, it was very big well, to the story. The wall <laughs> until the last two seasons, and then uh, they just gave uh, up. Anyway, <laughs> I can't talk about the ending. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get upset. So we'll just leave it at that. Adriel, did you have anything? No. Not yet. No. Soon. Soon. Soon you'll have a shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, nothing for me either. So check us out on uh, Gun Owners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. We're up to twenty nine forty seven. Uh, give us a review on Facebook and join the CCFR. Very very important. And uh, that's it for us tonight. Good night, everybody. Good night, Kelly. Catch you again next week. So, if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now, go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.